through through the three main bureaus, put it on today. Investigators say they arrested Paige Thompson after she bragged about the hack online. Information just coming in from police about a shooting at a Walmart in South Haven, Mississippi. At least one police officer has been hurt. Workers are outside the store right now in a prayer circle. Stories of survival emerging from this week's triple murder at a garlic festival in Gilroy, California. CBS's Janet Shanlian. Troy Towner says his sister Wendy Towner and her husband were selling honey when the gunman climbed a fence and shot them. He says the two survived by playing dead. Their three-year-old son was also saved, he says, after a young girl pulled him under a table. The second round of Democratic presidential debates begins tonight in Detroit. Michigan voters say they'll be listening for... Something that's not just, I'm not Donald Trump. I want to know about what their plans are for reducing student debt. There are things like the environment. To me, health care. Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders lead tonight's pack. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris take their turns tomorrow. The newest polls show Biden surging far ahead of the other hopefuls with 34 percent support from likely Democratic voters. A Senate investigation finds Olympic and gymnastics officials failed to properly protect athletes from sexual abuse. Live to CBS's Vicki Barker. The scathing bipartisan report charges that the institutions repeatedly prioritize their own reputations over the safety of athletes. The 18-month Senate investigation also found that USA Gymnastics and other sports bodies failed to reform even after team doctor Larry Nasser was exposed as a prolific pedophile. Some of Nasser's victims are welcoming the senator's recommendations for increased legal liability and oversight for U.S. Olympic and sports officials. Deborah? Health officials in Georgia report an outbreak of Legionnaire's disease linked to a Sheraton hotel in downtown Atlanta. They say 11 people have been diagnosed. Another 55 cases are suspected. S&P futures are down 16. This is CBS News. Behind every moment shared with the ones you love is a plan that helped make it happen. Learn more or find an advisor at MassMutual.com. Welcome to this guided meditation brought to you by MassMutual. Imagine your dream retirement. Perhaps you're opening a coffee shop. A wave of relaxation washes over you as you smell coffee beans roasting. Hashtag blessed. You feel at peace. (sighs) This is how it feels to have a retirement plan. Learn more or find an advisor at MassMutual.com. Securities and advisory services offered through MML Investor Services, a MassMutual subsidiary. Before he became your business partner, before you gave him his first bonus, before you put him on the payroll, before he was an unpaid intern, you saved his resume in your keepers folder. Staples has what your business needs to get you from here to there. And right now, Staples two-pocket poly folders are just 50 cents each, and 12 packs of True Red Black Ballpoint Stick Pens are only 97 cents each. Staples, here we get you there. In-store only, while supplies last. Offers end 831.19. Limit 30 on folders. Days after one-year-old twins died when they were left in a hot car while their father went to work, parents are worried. Here's CBS's Mola Lange. Jeanette Fennell with KidsAndCars.org warns even the most responsible parent can make this deadly mistake. This can and does happen to anyone. So look before you lock. She also suggests placing your cell phone or your handbag on the back seat to remind you to open the back door. But Fennell says enhanced technology is the best way to prevent these tragedies. The technology already exists in some vehicle. Congress is working on a measure called the Hot Cars Act, and it would standardize this technology in most new automobiles. 
Alabama calling dibs on the last ship known to have brought enslaved people from Africa to the U.S. It's filed a federal claim of ownership to the wreckage of the Clotilda to keep salvagers from taking artifacts from it. The Clotilda discovered earlier this year. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. President Trump defines leadership, the first major tax reform in 30 years. Unemployment at an 18-year record low. Jobless claims, lowest since 1973. The Dow Jones, highest in history. Memorialize these milestone achievements from a historic presidency with the Trump 2020 Freedom Coin from Noble Gold. On one side, an image of Donald J. Trump. The other side lists all his major achievements. The commemorative one-ounce coin is the only presidential Trump coin made of 99.9% silver, not silver plated and it's IRA approved. As the price of silver rises, so will the value of these coins. These silver coins are less than $40 each and are a perfect gift for anyone. For a limited time, go to TrumpCoin2020.com. Use the code AMERICA to get $5 off each coin you order. Go to TrumpCoin2020.com and get your commemorative 2020 Freedom Coin today. Remember to use code AMERICA for $5 off each coin. That's TrumpCoin2020.com. Alpine Heating and Cooling is a local, veteran-owned HVAC contractor providing you comfort with their best guaranteed prices, 24-7 emergency service, 10-year warranties on new systems, and free estimates. Alpine, with a Y, uses quality products from top brands like Ream and LG. Call them at 740-591-2777 or email bill at alpinehvac.com. Alpine Heating and Cooling, helping you stay cool and drop it like it's hot. When the pimp's in the crib, ma, drop it like it's hot, drop it like it's hot. The 168th Athens County Fair is from August 2nd to the 10th. And the Athens County Agricultural Society says it'll be the best one yet. See country music star Bucky Covington live in concert. Attend the Demolition Derby. See all kinds of animals and make memories that'll last a lifetime. Check out the Athens County Fair on Facebook for more information. The Athens County Fair, August 2nd through the 10th. Parks and Recreation offers more than 500 recreation and leisure opportunities for all ages. Two dog parks, hiking trails, miles of bike paths, playgrounds all over town, ball fields, ball courts, soccer fields, arts west, and a skate park that's been rated tops in the nation. The Athens Community Center offers programs, classes, and activities like after-school child watch, yoga, martial arts, and fitness training, plus sports like soccer, volleyball, and basketball. Athens Community Arts, Parks, and Recreation. At Athens Cell Phone and Electronics Repair, we repair all brands of cell phones, tablets, and computers, including iPhones and Samsung devices. Whether it's a screen or battery replacement, logic board repairs, or charge ports, Athens Cell Phone and Electronics can fix it all. Why spend a bunch of money on a new device? With over 40 years of electronic experience, we'll repair your device for a fraction of the cost. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Saturdays from 8 a.m. to noon. Stop in and see us at Richland Avenue between Taco John's and McAfee's. Give us a call for a free estimate at 740-590-1677. AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH, Southeast Ohio. And a real important component to the fair is the Junior Fair. The Junior Fair Board and all of the 4-H activities and that sort of thing. We're going to learn all about it today. 
That's our time. Day can make beautiful sunshine yesterday, today kind of gloomy and uh, damp too, although it's going to get up to 81 degrees. And, uh, you know, there, years ago when I was on the fair board, we used to uh, always joke about, uh, well, it's fair week. Of course it's going to rain, you know. <laughs> and both of my guests today are nodding yes. Anyway, so Joining us live this morning, we have Avery Mars, who's the vice president of the Junior Fair Board, and Bree Woods, who is the president. Good morning. Good morning. Glad you folks are here. And, uh, you know, the 168th fair. Think of that. Now, you know, you may not know this history stuff, but I wonder how many of those years there's been a junior fair, you know? And, And, like, 4-H, what's the history of 4-H, not nationally or or locally or anything? How many years has that been going on? I remember certainly the term when I was a kid, and that's a long time ago. But, um, you know, it's it's taken on lots of additional meanings since then. So, uh, I mean, you, you know, it used to be you just had an animal project. Well, that's still cool. And that's really fun. But now there's so many other aspects to 4-H. So the Junior Fair Board, um, you folks work together on this. Who who wants to start out? When How long have you, how many years have you each been involved in it? Um, so I've been involved for four years now, which is the total that you can be. So there's a max to it. Yes. Would it be simply your high school years? Um, yes, it can be. Okay. And... If someone started as a, a junior hire, they wouldn't a junior hire, they wouldn't be allowed. Um, you can start at the age of fourteen. Okay, but uh, still only four terms, huh? Yes. So you do two two year terms, which total four years. Okay. Now um, uh, the voice you just listened to that is Bree Woods, who is the president of the Junior Fair Board. Uh, Bree, what, what was your first project? Do you recall? Um, so at first when I started doing 4-H, I started out with still projects of scrapbooking and other things like that. See, now, folks, it doesn't have to be an animal. It can be any number of things. Scrapbooking. My wife's big in that. She likes to do things of the grandkids and all of that, you know? So scrapbooking. What was your first scrapbook? Um, I did it over my summer that I had the year before. In the topic? Was it a particular topic? No, or? it was just the summer. Okay, so your summer activities. Yes. I see. And have you had an animal project? Yes, I have done rabbits, uh, goats, and sheep. Uh, did you do any at the same time? Yes, I've done rabbits and goats at the same time, and then goats and sheep at the same time. Now, isn't that a lot to do? Yes, it is. It's a lot of hard work. Well, uh, let's see. Rabbits are kind of small and cuddly and that sort of thing. They sure can scratch, though. Yes. Um, Now, you know, but if they feel secure, they don't scratch you, you know? Yes. I I love cuddling rabbits. (laughs) Okay, so now, um, 
but the sheep thing and what was the other goats? Goats. Okay, now goats are fun. Yes, goats are just like big dogs. <laughs> it, it, I mean, they really can be fun. Um, sheep, I don't know much about, frankly. Um, they're a little bit bigger than the goats, and they aren't quite as much like dogs, but they're still fun. Yeah. Well, someday you got to show me. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now, um, this year, this fair, this is your fourth and, and final. Um, this is my eighth year in 4-H. Okay. Now, what did I miss here? Something about four years you could do? That's on Junior Fair Board. But I've been a 4-H member for eight years. Okay, I get it. I get it. Well, anyway, now now I lost my thought. Oh, sorry. That's all right. Um, okay, so, well, it'll come back to me. So so this year you have which? Goats and? Um, this year all I'm doing is sheep. Sheep. Okay, and how many head will you take to the fair? I have four. Okay, and how do you go about selecting which four to take? Um, I went to a breeder's barn, and he had them all set up in pens, and then I just went in and chose which ones I thought looked best and would grow the best. Okay, and and, um, so how long have you owned this particular group of four? Oh, goodness. Um, It's been a while. Are we saying a year? No, less than a year. Less than a year. Yes. Okay. Uh, how many, How what, what period of time does it take for a, a, a sheep to become an adult? Um, I guess you call them lambs earlier, right? Yes, you can refer to them as either. Okay. It just depends on how you're growing them. Usually it can take about a year. Now, um, forgive my dumb questions, but, you know... Um, I was good at mowing the fairgrounds. I, I didn't know much about the other stuff other than I've always enjoyed going through the animal barns. Yes. Now, um, how long, um, let's see, what's the goal here for uh, during your ownership to see how, how much they can grow, how fast they can grow? Um, you want to get them to an ideal size where all of their meat cuts are what would be considered the best. Yeah. And then that's what the judge judges when you're showing. Okay. So they're not concerned with the coat. Um, they look at it, but they're not as concerned. Okay. They, they And they don't give them eye tests to see who can see <laughs> no. better or not. Okay. I'm joking, of course. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Well, does what about male versus female? Does gender matter? Um, typically, the males tend to do better than the females. Okay. Now, um, Avery, what is your project uh, the, this year? Um, this year, I'm taking a breeding rabbit. Okay. I didn't know there were rabbits that wouldn't breed. Well, there's... I always heard rabbits are very uh, um, energetic in breeding. Yeah. Well, there's a, like two categories sort of at the fair. There's market and then there's breeding. And if you take a market rabbit, you um, sell it at the end of the week. But if you take a breeding rabbit, you just show it and the judge decides like which rabbit is the best representation of its breed. Is a breeding rabbit larger than a market rabbit? No, it doesn't have to be. Um there's most of the time for market rabbits there's like 
two to three breeds that people show, but breeding rabbits, there's all, there's more than 20, 30 breeds that people show. Now, would you say that a, a breeding rabbit is, um, let's see, is it always one gender? No, you can show male or female. Okay. Well, are they cute? Yeah. Yeah? I'd like to think my rabbit's pretty cute. Okay. And and how long have you owned this one? Um, I've had him since last May mm-hmm. because he was a rescue rabbit. Oh. Yeah. So we don't know exactly how old he is. I wasn't able to show him last year, but I am showing him this year. But, yeah. Now, have you tried other um, 4-H projects? Yeah, for well, I was younger. I did uh, clothing, uh-huh. so I would do the projects where you make a article of clothing and you uh, show it at the yeah. clothing show. So, folks, you know it can be animal projects, it can be art projects, it can be um, kind of hobby sort of things. It can be all sorts of things, and this is good. Now, um, so of all the different things you've tried, do you have a favorite? Is it the animals? Well, this is actually my first year doing an animal, so I don't know yet. But in the years past, while I've been to the fair, I really enjoyed watching the shows. But probably my favorite that I've ever done was um, Skit Team. A skit team? Yeah. So, like, uh, you put on a skit, right? Yeah, it's for the... 4-H health and safety speaking and each club can have a skit team and you write you write a skit based on a topic about health or safety and then mm-hmm. you perform it at county, regional and state level if you make it if you make it past those of course and I had a lot of fun like going to the state fair with my whole team and just representing our county well, you know, our state fair coincides this year and often with the same time as our county fair. So how do you work that all out? Well, for me, it was, for the skit team, you don't do it during the our county fair. It's a pre-fair I see. thing. I see. Yeah. Now, 4-H, does it run year-round, or is there a certain seasonality to it? Um, It's definitely a year-round thing because a lot of kids start their projects earlier, or there's some projects that can last a whole year. So it's definitely something that goes all year and not just a summer thing. Now, um, let's see. Now, both of you attend, what, Athens High School? Yes. Okay. And, uh, but the Junior Fair uh, organization and the Junior Fair board members represent a variety of schools, right? Yes. So, Athens County, we have to assume it's all five school districts. Uh, So, you've got, um, let's see here. I'm going to test myself. You got Alexander, you got Federal Hawking, you got Nelsonville, York, you got Athens, and I'm missing one. Am I? Gloucester Trimble. There you go. So those are the five districts. So the um, you can be in um, – so one thing I misunderstood earlier, and it's my fault, it's just a dumb thing I did, was that uh, you could only be in um, 
um, involved in 4-H for years. But that's not the case. It's the boardship thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, um, it, 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 um, Bree, when, when did you decide you thought you'd like to be in the board? Um, I had a lot of older friends who were members of the Junior Fair Board, and they enjoyed themselves a lot, and it looked like something fun that would be a good thing to do. So and, I decided and, to join. And then not only was it a fun thing to do, they selected you president, right? Yes. <laughs> dum 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 right? <laughs> Heavy-duty responsibilities. Yes. A lot of adult help. Um, yes, we have three advisors, and they come to our meetings and just help us through stuff and make sure that we're doing everything how it should be done. Now, let's see here. Between the two of you, maybe we can um, list the different animals that are that can be used as projects, right? Mm-hmm. So we've already mentioned rabbits, sheep, and goats. Yes. And um, of the three, I think goats are the most fun. Yes. <laughs> personally. But now, um, obviously, there's dairy. Mm-hmm. There's dairy, goats, and cows. Okay. And is, then, then there's a number of topics that um, you might not think of, you meaning our regular audience. For example, scrapbooking. Yes. Or um, sewing. And, and design uh, of uh, fabrics and dresses and that sort of thing, right? Yeah. There's also projects such as gardening and archery, woodworking, welding, anything see, really. See, yeah. I've always had an f- interest in welding. That would be cool. Okay, now, um, what is the weirdest thing you've heard of? weirdest project i think one that's kind of different is uh knot tying there's a whole project about knot tying how to tie a knot uh-huh. and, and different kinds for of different purposes yeah. and so on well there's books about that you know mm-hmm. in fact i have down in the, my uh, what we call the fun room on the wall a display of knots and uh, it's amazing and when I was involved with uh, boating, I learned a lot of different unusual knots. Well, anyway, okay, so the Junior Fair Board, uh, does it run, um, is there any time of the year that it doesn't function? There's, I think, maybe like three months okay. of a break between the fair and when we start up meetings again. Okay. We start meeting very early so that we can get stuff planned ahead of time and have things prepared for when fair gets this close. Now, Bree, your first position with the board was what? Was what? Uh, for two years, I was just a member of the board, mm-hmm. and last year I was the treasurer, and this year I'm the president. Okay, now why do you think they all liked you so much? Um, I think because I always did the things that I said I was going to, and I always went a step above and beyond. Imagine that. (laughs) That's the nature of life, isn't it? Yes. So, well done. Thank you. Now, let's see here. What have I failed to ask? You guys help me a little bit. What are some things you think that are important to bring out today? 
I've got I've got some other things, but I want to make sure I cover the things you guys like. Um, a lot of the different activities that go on during the week that people don't know about. For yeah. example, there's an Iron Chef contest. There's so also... so that's uh, Iron Chef. Yes. So we were talking about cooking with cast iron cookware. No, so we choose <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay, a certain what? food, and in the past we've done waffles, and then this year we're doing soft tortilla shells, okay. and then people can come sign up and participate, and you make it into any type of food that you want, and put whatever you would like to put on it, and then there's judges, and they just judge by like most creative and best tasting and different things like that. Well, um, I could get into that, you know. <laughs> uh, food is not uh, foreign to me by any means. Now, um, let's see here. Do you do you have any idea? Of course you do. How many young folks are engaged in 4-H activities? Like... Countywide or nationwide? Oh, no, no, no. I meant in our zone. Mm. Countywide. Let's put it that way. I know it's definitely a lot, but I don't know the exact number. Okay. Um, well, it's a bunch, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there any school that is, uh, dare I, this is going to create a competitive sound. Is there any school better at it than another? Um. I don't know. I think that a lot of the 4-Hers consist of mostly Athens and Alexander because we are the closest. Mm -hmm. But, of course, there's a wide skill set from every school there. Now, do, um, do most of the participants come from a rural background? No, there's people from all over who have a lot of different backgrounds. And the parenting, uh, most of them have a wide variety, right? Yes. Yeah. Of of uh, professions, that is. Mm -hmm. So, you know, let's not put some sort of stereotypical or, um, you know what I mean. Uh, this is a wide thing. Now... Um, junior fair boards, like what, what are some of the things that you concentrate on each year that you'd either like to improve or bring about new or uh, you think maybe has not been effective because it's been done too many times and so now you're wanting to find a replacement for it or, or is there certain focuses on tradition that we must do this every year? You know what I mean? Yes. So there's a lot of things that we do each year that have just been a tradition. For example, Iron Chef. Also, we are always open to suggestions. If you see someone in a Junior Fair Board shirt during the fair, or you could just come into our office and suggest any ideas that you have or ask questions, uh, we're always open to new ideas. The um, How many animals are displayed um, in the various barns, would you guess? So, oh, like we, the number of animals? Well, whatever yardstick we want to use. Well, we have, like, the, all the animals that are available to show would be uh, pigs, and we have 
poultry such as turkeys, chickens, ducks, rabbits, um, of horses. course, horses, sheep, goats, mm-hmm. and and then there's beef steers beef. and dairy feeders and all kinds of those. Yeah, lo- all kinds of cows. Lots yes. of different cows. <laughs> now, Friday night, at least it used to be, um, there was a sale. Yes. Mm-hmm. And various um, winners that had been judged throughout the week mm-hmm. yeah. uh, were displayed and different local businesses or people or whatever could bid on them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that would drive me nuts because I know it's part of the, the, the thing that you have to know how to let go. Yeah. Yeah. But, it is really tough because you're doing so much with your animals the entire summer and yes. spending so much time with them and working with them every day that on sale day, it is a little bit hard for people. And I've also heard them, uh, some business owners have donated them right back. Yes. Which is kind of a neat thing. Yes. And, you know, um, but this money that they pay for this prime um, champion steer. Yes. Um, what, what becomes of that money? Um, a lot of kids will save it and use it for back-to-school shopping, or they could save it to use it to buy their animals for the next fair year. Or um, some older 4-H members put it towards college mm-hmm. or just anything like that. Well, um, you you have different um, entertainment things that go on too, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, um, describe the typical week. So, let's see here. I'm hearing that the fair is kind of convening on this Friday. It's going to get going, and then slowly each day it gets going till by Monday it's really rocking and rolling, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, tell us, now are you going to, we hear of so many people that sleep in the barns with their animals. <laughs> Uh, we have a number of my friends take campers to the fairgrounds, uh-huh. and uh, it's it's a real annual treat. Yeah, Dale and Darla Stanley, I think of right away. Great friends. So, um, what, what what is how do you guys do it? Um, for me personally, I have a camper at the fair that I stay in during the week. And and you're. Family as well? Yes. Mm-hmm. And you have brothers and sisters? I have one sister. Older or younger? She's younger. Okay. Is she engaged in 4-H? Yes, she is a clover bud. Oh, the, you have different terms. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the clover buds are the younger children who are too young to be an actual member and show an animal, and they still get to participate and do different projects and stuff. And then they have peewee shows during the fair, and the clover buds can show an animal then so that they can get some experience, and then maybe it'll help them choose what they want to do when they're older. Mm. Wow. Didn't know about that one. Okay, well, that's neat. Makes perfect sense, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, uh, Avery, what about you? Do you live on campus, so to speak? <laughs> no, unfortunately I don't. Um I wish I could. That would be very convenient. 
considering yeah. all the stuff we do during the day. But I just come in in the mornings and leave late at night. Um, sure. For all the meetings and shows and such. Well, I, you know, it is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you folks are working on a project this year, right? And it's, um, it has to do with recycling and, <coughs> excuse me, um, um, collecting bottle caps. bottle caps and there's some degree of plastics too, right? Yeah, so we are uh, on, we have a goal to collect as many bottle caps as we can and once we get to a certain amount... We can send it to this um, place in, I think, Indiana, Indiana. Mm-hmm. and they melt they melt it down and make a bench, and it's sort of our way of how, of recycling, cleaning up the earth because bottle caps actually can't be recycled. So wait a minute, what? Yeah. You mean all these bottle caps I've been throwing in my recycling bin in the kitchen, I shouldn't have been? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they just they throw them in the landfills, pretty much. So um, During the week of the fair, we're going to get multiple buckets and place them around the fairgrounds for people to put caps in as they're walking around, or if people were happen to be saving them at their house, and they could bring them in and drop them off in our office. Our goal is to get to 250 pounds. Okay. Now, the, the, uh, are we talking about metal caps or are we talking um, about the plastic caps? Just plastic. Just plastic. So we can oh, I misunderstood. So I'm, okay, I'm talking about like if I have a Coke bottle, you know, and I take the, the little metal lid off. So I've been recycling that okay. Yes. Okay. Just You, you got me worried for a minute. <laughs> So it's the plastic caps that are a problem. Yes, we I wonder are why. You would think they would melt easily, you know? Well, anyway, so they take all of these things, and they do eventually melt them and make, um, like, um, uh, what do you call it, park benches, right? Mm-hmm. So do we have any already in use on, on the fairgrounds? No, not yet. This is our first year doing it, and we take more than just pop bottle caps. We can take shampoo bottle caps, um, like the plastic tubs of yogurt and cream cheese. We can take those bottle caps just as long as it's not over 8 inches. Okay. And so you'll have collection points throughout the uh, uh, the, the 39 acres, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know what would be cool, though, is if you could have one of those park benches on display just so people could see what it might end up looking like. Um, We might try to find a picture and put a picture of it on one of the buckets so people could have an idea of what it will look like. I like that. Okay, so that's a special project you have going on. Are there some others? Well, we do um, a lot of fundraising during the... uh, like I guess you could say off season. So we've done different fundraisers in the past where we sell some kind of food or um like gift cards even just to raise money mm-hmm. so we mm-hmm. have that to put on events. Now, um 
Avery, what, um, what, what, uh, let's see, where are you in school? I'm going to be a junior this year. Okay. And, um, so it's not too soon necessarily to be thinking about, uh, career stuff, right? And mm-hmm. what college majors might be of interest and, uh, where to go to school and all that sort of thing. Have you, um, what are you thinking? Well, I really, I mean, I've been thinking about it a lot, but its I really haven't decided on anything because I... Um, what appeals to you? Um, it can change. It might, a year from now, you might it might be something else. But at the moment, what appeals to you? Um, I'm not sure, really. It, That's all right. It, changes from time to time and um i'm trying to narrow things down a little bit more and just figure out what i really want to do but 4-h has definitely been helpful in that because as a younger person i know for a lot of people 4-h helps you sort of uh experiment with things and careers and helps you kind of figure out what you might want to do right yeah. Now, are you, um, how do I want to put this? Um, have you had enough of Athens? Would you like to be somewhere else for a while? Or are you just crazy about this place like I am? Well, I do love Athens a lot. I think it's a beautiful place. And I really like all the people here. And I've made so many friends through 4-H. But, I mean, of course... I like taking vacations as much as anyone else. But, sure. Um, Athens really is a a great town to live in, and I've been realizing that more recently. And I think there's just so much that it offers. So, Bree, um, you know, I need to ask you things like this too. <laughs> what um, have you kind of zeroed in on something yet? Um, I know that I want to do something to do with education. I'm just not sure what age group yet. Okay. And is there a particular aspect of education, or is it uh, younger folks, which would be more general? Um, I don't know yet. Okay. Um, have you had educators in your family? No. Okay. Just curious. What... Uh, What's your favorite thing to do? Okay. At the fair or in general? In general. <laughs> um, I'd say probably 4-H because it's been a big part of my life and it's really changed who I am as a person. Now, as a 4-H'er, how often do you actually have some sort of formal get-together? So it depends with most groups and my group, we meet once or twice a month. And then once we start getting closer to the week of the fair, then we start meeting once a week to do more activities. And then because they have many things going on, uh, you kind of say, well, I'll help with this. I'll help with that. Right. Yes. And uh, then there's things you guys come up with, and other groups will say, well, we'll help with that, and we'll help with this. Yeah. Okay. A lot of cooperation. Yes. What, um, what, do you, what do you see as something that you'd really like to see done better or differently? Um, 
Um, I think that I would just like to see even more people participating in 4-H from our county. Well, there is a certain misunderstanding where they think it's all animal projects. Yeah. And there are so many other ways uh, to become engaged with 4-H. Besides the project itself, what does 4-H teach you? It teaches you team building skills. Um, A lot of people have gained public speaking skills from their experiences in 4-H. And it teaches you how to complete something and take care of something else and just how to be responsible. It also definitely helps uh, with interviews like future job interviews because there's a lot of interviewing that goes on if you take a 4-H project. Well, you see, you're doing real good here, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, tell us a little, a little bit about uh, parents, I guess. You know, sometimes it's always interesting to know uh, the heritage and all that sort of thing. So, um, um, uh, Bree, you started out. Your, um, your parents, uh, what are their, um, I'll say, professions? Uh, So my mom is the assistant deputy auditor for the city. Okay. And then my dad is a heavy equipment operator. So, like, um, does he know lots of different kinds of heavy equipment? Yes. Okay. And does he travel much or is it normally? It depends on the time of year. Sometimes he travels a lot and then sometimes he doesn't travel hardly any. Now, are are they both from this region? Yes. Okay. Just curious. Now, Bree, I'm sorry, Avery, um, how about your folks? Um, my dad is a teacher at Athens Middle School. Uh, he teaches history there. And my mom... Now, it, wait a minute. Mars, Bob Mars. Bob Mars would be your grandpa. My grandpa, yeah. And he taught history. Uh huh, at the high school. So there's a, 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 what do you call it, a continuation of a family trend there. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, my sister just got a job as a teacher in Kentucky. So, really uh-huh. carrying on the tradition. And, and she's going to be teaching what? She, I think, is. Eighth grade English teacher. Okay. Well, so okay, so your your dad teaches history at uh, at Athens. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the history hallway, I know that well. Yeah. Um, go on a little bit. Um, like about my dad or your family. Um, my mom. I don't know the exact term, but she helps a lot of. Um, businesses get started in Athens like she's uh she's on a bunch of different uh committees and councils and she um helps like small businesses start up and um small businesses like uh improve mm-hmm. themselves and mm-hmm. stuff like that so does she work through the Innovation Center or the Chamber of Commerce or, or both? I think both. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's an important thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, what is, um, boy, the, I, like what's the thing that bugs you the most about Athens? 
the weather. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not too bad. Uh, what about you, Bree? Um, also, probably the weather. <laughs> yeah. It, now, do you think you would have said this if this interview was a year ago? Yeah. Still. Okay. <laughs> See, I, I think this has been an unusual weather year. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure I would have pinpointed that one. But um, so tell us what you dislike about it. It's just so hot or so much rain or whatever you want to pick on. It just changes way yeah. too much. I just wish that it was something consistent. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess I understand. What uh, if someone is out there and is um, is there a certain age you think is ideal for getting started in 4-H? No, you can start at any age. Um, there's a lot of clover buds who aren't technically old enough yet, but they still participate just to get an early start. But you can start at any age. I started. When I was eight or nine. Okay. But if someone were 14, um, they could still jump in and really have some fun, yes? Yes. Yeah. Now, um, is there a time when they kick you out? Yes. Yeah, you, for, um, you have to be, can, I think you can still exhibit um, when your 4-H age is 18, but after that, um, you can't exhibit anymore. But 4-H age is how old you are as of January 1st. Okay. So you could be 19 and your 4-H age would still be 18 and you can still exhibit. Now, I got another question, and I should know the answer to this, but I don't. Uh, can adults have projects like uh, steers and and dairy and all that sort of thing at our Athens County Fair? No, but there are other things that adults can do. There's a category where you can turn in vegetables or pies, um, pictures, clothing that you make or anything like that that mm-hmm. you can turn in at any age. Okay. Um, so the fair this year, are there any particular highlights you want to uh, add to uh, um, to to uh, tell people, listen, here, this is unique this year. Well, this year we have Bucky Covington coming to perform. Oh, forgive me. I'm not really up on today's artists. Who is that? Um, He, I believe he won American Idol. Oh, okay. Yeah, and... In style? I think country. Okay. And we also, of course, have... Um, the Demolition Derby, which we have every year on Thursday night, which is a really big event there. We have a lot of people come out, and it's a lot of fun to watch and uh, just see. Like, It is crazy. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. A couple of years I was on the fair board, it was crazy. <clears throat> and then there's the track, truck and tractor pull, right? Mm-hmm. That's gener- generally on Friday nights. And it's kind of opposite the uh, market uh, uh, exhibit and sh- uh, show and sale. Um, I've always thought that that could, should be at a different time. But anyway. Well, this year it's on a Saturday. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that does work out. Yeah. Um, but Lawrence Bean, 
Uh, you wouldn't know that name, but uh, Beanie used to be the MC of that uh, tractor pull. And guess what I had to do? I had to hook up the tractor to the sled. <laughs> and I tell you what, you're a little bit nervous because they want to pop that throttle right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't want to get rolled over. Anyway, but I did that several years. It was interesting. And, man, they make a lot of noise. Yeah. I can hear them. I'm, I live on the Far East neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Well, you know where I live. Yeah. Your, your grandpa's near me. Yeah. Anyway, we can hear that, you know, mm-hmm. um, when they do that. Um, uh, something else that's also happening during the fair is the parade which is where each club has the opportunity to make a float and then present it on Sunday of the fair. That's the first Sunday of the fair, which is on the 4th. Just coming right up. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the parade route is on the grounds or somewhere Um, else? You go on the track that goes around the parking area. Okay. Um, Paramutual betting. Um. Do they still do that? They okay. They've had horse races. Um, I think they still there's the horse pools. Yeah, they do horse pull. But um, but they don't do any sulky racing and that sort of thing. Um, we we used to. Have, oh yes, they do. Yeah. Okay. And I'm betting there's still the uh, paramutual uh, betting opportunity, which is only allowed. Uh, a few of the fairs in our our state. All right. Well, um, let's see here. If if someone knows a grandchild or a child uh, uh, out there and, and thinks, "Gee, this is this is kind of neat." Um, I wonder how I could get more information or get my kid involved. Um, what would you guys suggest? I would suggest either finding someone at the fair who is a junior fair board member, or you could contact Bridget Moore, who works in the extension office as our county extension agent, and she could connect you with a group that would be a good fit for you or just give you more information and answer your questions that you have. Folks, the uh, county extension office, I hope you know where it is, but um, it is that building that is shared by the uh, Athens City County Health Department yes. mm-hmm. and is directly across from um, oh, Siemens Grocery mm-hmm. r- and right in the corner there where you enter the fairgrounds. So Bridget Moore. Yes. Okay. Uh, or any um, 4-H member uh, or advisor mm-hmm. can help you out. Um. So what are you most nervous about? Um, for me personally, this year I am running for fair queen and I am most nervous for crowning. Okay, now that's I, I forgot all about that. There's a king and queen, <laughs> yes. right? And that's always a big deal. Mm-hmm. And um, let's see, who's the current? Uh, the current queen is Libby Beckley. Okay. And am I mistaken? Is there a king as well? Yes. Okay. Now, um, so there are how many contestants running? 
Um, this year, there's only three of us. Okay. And um, when does this get decided? Um, so we've turned in our applications and done our interviews, and now we just wait for crowning, which is right after the parade on Sunday. And is it the advisors as a group that figure it out? No. So we have two um, judges that come in and do the interviews, and then they decide who they think is best for Fair Queen. Two judges? Yes. Well, how would you like to be one of those judges? I would love to be one. <laughs> no, that, well, what I mean is it, it should be a little larger group so oh. it doesn't all fall on to one person. Yeah. You know, share the burden, so to speak. Well, anyway, so uh, who, who, what, um, Bree, you're running? Yes. Okay. Well, good luck. Thank you. Okay. Um, and then you have to go to all sorts of events if you are elected. Yes. Or selected, rather. You're supposed to travel to different county fairs and parades and festivals that go on in the state of Ohio. For the, the entire next 12 months, right? Yes. <laughs> And you can appear in all sorts of parades. Uh-huh. Yeah. Neat. Um, do you have a court? A queen in her court? Yes. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, they have um, first and second attendant along with the queen. And so they, too, really need to attend these things, right? Mm, yes. Okay. Seems to me at homecomings and different things, you see them often, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the fall and... You know, those sort of events throughout the year. Um, how do you think the roles of being on, of having these projects and then serving on the fair board, how do you think they've affected you? Um, it has changed me a lot because I've learned so many skills, such as how to interact with people and how to talk in front of people because as a junior fair board member you do a lot of announcing at different shows and so it's made me very different <laughs> i've learned a lot from it were you ever shy yes <laughs> okay and you would say you've come out of that greatly now eh? yes the um let's just pretend, I hope this isn't the case, but let's pretend that nobody out there knows what our county fair is like. Do a quick rundown. Describe it. We have four minutes. Um, so our county fair is a big mix of a bunch of people. It's a lot of agriculture. It's a lot of fun and a lot of different events that people can go to. And, of course, there's the Midway and... Lots of really great fair food, and so many people just gathered together to um, exhibit the stuff that they've been working on all year. Fairgrounds, folks, of course, located on uh, West uh, Union Street. Um, the uh, there are um, you can get a day pass, or you can get a fair long pass. Uh, if you go more than two or three times, uh, the fair long pass is certainly the way to go. It's more economical. Um, the um, the rides, you know, they have just as many. They have all those inspectors and everything too, mm -hmm. 
and uh, they're checked regularly, the safety factor. The food, yeah, fair food is always fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, the animals, I tell you, it's so cool to just walk slowly through the barns and see the different uh, displays of collections, rather, of animals in, in, um, you know, they're really treated so well. And, you know, you have the chance to, well, I don't know if you're supposed to, but I do, touch them, <laughs> you know, and talk to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All those crazy things, but I'm an animal guy. Anyway, um, it's it's just a special thing. And then the agricultural scene and uh, the camping scene. And, I mean, there's just so many things going on. 39 acres, and it's plum full during this uh, period starting Friday and for the following week. Well, Bree Woods, president of our Junior Fair Board, uh, how much longer do you have to serve? Um, so this will be my last year as a Junior Fair Board member, but mm-hmm. I still have a few more years as a 4-H member. Good. And Avery, what's your what's your outcome? Um, this is my, uh, well, this will be my third year on the Junior Fair Board, so I have one more year, and then after that, I have one more year to be in 4-H. So you might, uh, be interested in running for president? Yeah, I think I'm going to run for president next okay. year. Well, good luck to you. Thank you. I don't know your competition. Maybe <laughs> they're, uh, super good, too. I'm sure they are. But whatever it is, good luck. Thank you. Um, anything we missed today? I I think we did a pretty good job. Our Athens County Fair, the 168th such Athens County Fair. It, was, it seems to me that somewhere in my memory bank, there was one or two years where the fair was skipped. It was like during wartime or something like that. But when you add all the years that they've had one, it's 168 years. Um, seems like Buck Perry and some of the people that I was on the board with years ago, there was only one or two years in which they had missed because of some sort of hardship nationally, you know? Mm-hmm. Listen, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thank you. You look, thank you, you, for you, you guys looking forward to school starting, huh? No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How, uh, why am I not surprised? <laughs> anyway, well, um, yeah, do a good job. We'll see you at the fair. We are 970 WATH. Party Line is on the air, finishing up uh, today. Let's see, today's Tuesday. I can't remember what's next. But anyway, uh, today a chance of showers and thunderstorms, they say. We've already had some rain And um, let's see, a high of 80 or 81 degrees, just a slight wind, six miles per hour. That's it for today. We'll do it all over again tomorrow right here. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Real news, real reporting. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We have breaking news from South Haven, Mississippi. There's been a deadly shooting at a Walmart there. Law enforcement sources tell our affiliate WREG-TV... 
Two people are dead, two wounded. Reporter Jarita Patterson is outside the store just south of Memphis, where Walmart workers have been hugging each other and stopping to pray. We can actually still hear and see them on the phone uh, making calls to their loved ones. They are in tears, folks. This is really hard for anyone to deal with, especially when it happens. In one woman's case, she said it happened just a few feet away from where she was. President Trump is on his way to Jamestown, Virginia, to mark the 400th anniversary of the first legislative meeting in America. Black lawmakers say they'll boycott the event after the president called Baltimore a rat-infested mess. This morning, Mr. Trump doubled down on those comments. Baltimore is a uh, is an example of what corrupt government leads to. Still, the president says he hopes to visit the city when the time is right. The Department of Homeland Security has issued an alert for small planes that could be vulnerable to hacking. Here's correspondent Cammy McCormick. The worry is someone who could gain access to a small plane could attach a small device to its wiring, which could disrupt its signals. That could affect the plane's systems, but also its communications with airports. This DHS warning will recommend that plane owners restrict access to their aircraft while safeguards can be developed. Aircraft systems are increasingly reliant on networked communications. Capital One is scrambling to deal with a major hack. The FBI has arrested a former Amazon software software engineer accused of exposing personal information for more than 100 million people. Advice from CBS News security analyst Paul Violas. Make sure that absolutely no one, including yourself, unless you justify by using two forms of government ID, uh, that, that no one can gain credit or replicate your identity without written permission. The FBI says the suspect, Paige Thompson, bragged about the hack online. The bank's stock dipped 6% at the opening of the trading day. An American rapper pleads not guilty in Sweden. ASAP Rocky's trial underway in Stockholm. He's charged with assaulting a 19-year-old in a street fight. The rapper claims it was self-defense. President Trump's offer to post bail was turned down by Sweden's prime minister. No more stuffing your pockets before you leave the hotel. Holiday Inn and Intercontinental are switching from mini bottles of toiletries to bulk size in the name of saving the seas from plastic waste. The Dow is down 63 points in early trading. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Howdy, folks. Colonel Sanders here for Kentucky Fried Chicken. Right now, for a limited time, you can get two of my scrumptious KFC Chicken Little sandwiches for only $3. Now, these may be Chicken Littles, but make no mistake, this is a big old deal. So much so, I hope you'll kindly excuse me while I dust off the Colonel's air horn. (laughs) Yes, sir. Get two KFC Chicken Littles for 3 bucks. At participating KFCs for a limited time, prices may vary, tax extra. High traffic areas, professional painters need a paint that'll last. So do their clients, like PPG Timeless Paint, in five-gallon buckets from just 159 bucks. Now at the Home Depot, with fast one-coat coverage and the toughest, most wear-resistant finish to prevent future scuffs, stains, and you having to come back to fix them. Tough, high-quality PPG Timeless Paint, exclusively at the Home Depot. More safe, more doing. U.S. only. See store for details. 
They're trying to rebuild disappearing forests in one nation in Africa. In what may be a world record, 200 million trees were planted in Ethiopia yesterday. It's part of a government effort to restore a landscape ravaged by climate change and deforestation that's been caused by increases in population and farmland. Ethiopia aims to plant a total of 4 billion trees by October. It's about halfway there after starting the program back in May. A green legacy is what the African nation's prime minister calls it. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Pink smoke, blue lasagna. The woman who takes credit for inventing gender reveal parties 11 years ago is having second thoughts. Sauce blogger Jenny Carvanitas has shared a family photo. It shows her older daughter wearing a blue pantsuit and a short haircut. Carvanita says the party saddled children with social construct before they're born. And the joy they bring parents comes at the expense of non-binary and trans people. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Restrictions may apply. Plans may vary. Call for details. In these hard economic times, you've got to do whatever you can to save money. One of our biggest expenses can be our cars, especially when unexpected repair bills hit. Not anymore. If you do own a car, truck, or SUV made from $19.99 or higher, you could stop paying for car repairs. That's right. You might not have to pay a penny to have it repaired. Just call now to see if you qualify. You must have an automobile made from $19.99 or higher. And all repairs for your engine, transmission, and much more can become a thing of the past. Call 800 37 today and get your car protected before your next repair bill hits. That's right, total protection for your car and no more repair bills. Just call 800-370-6716 to see if your car qualifies. Call 800-370-6716. That's 800-370-6716. Never pay for car repairs again. Just call 800-370-6716. That's 800-370-6716. Again, 800-370-6716. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice, we celebrate life. Has someone in your life or an organization made strides to make your community more accessible? Or maybe you know someone who assists in the lives of those with disabilities. Recognize their hard work and commitment to improving the well-being of others by nominating them for the 2019 Athena Award. The Athena Award recognizes community members who support those with disabilities either by improving quality of life, advocating for issues, volunteering, program development, customer service, or entrepreneurship that makes a difference. For a nomination form, call the Mayor's Office at 740-592-3338 or visit the City of Athens website. Sponsored by the Athens City Commission on Disabilities. Integrate Athens is hosting a community pop-up fun day Thursday, 